Hello, everybody, and on today's show, we're talking about the time we got the talk, Sean's Stories makes its triumphant return, and we geek out on Galaxy's Edge. All this coming up on the Unemployed Guys Podcast. Kiss, kiss. I'm my name's so Luke Chaconis. Welcome to the Unemployed Guys podcast. And my name is Sean Young. Yep, that's right. I'm back in the driver's seat today. Yeah. Sean did an excellent job on the Friday show. Thank Spicing you. it up a bit. I was very happy with it. But Thank I'm you. back in control, baby. And let's get the show back to where it should be. What is your favorite quote from Couples Retreat? Um, uh, uh, liquor. I hardly knew her. Oh, God. No. That's a salt, brother. That's gotta be in there, right? No, that's like an old dad joke from the 60s. Oh. I didn't hear that one. And I know all dad jokes. Were you a dad back in the day? I wish I was. How do you think you're going... You, you want, do you want to have uh, kids someday? Oh, you, yeah. You want to have some couple, little, like some youngs four. running around? Four of them? Four or five is my number. What kind of a father do you think you will be? I'm going to be the fun dad okay. Um, that... An immediate note in in an immediate notice, I will get very very angry. So we'll be playing, messing around, you know. Then something wrong will happen, and then they're grounded for four months. Mm. Then I and then I be nice, and it's like four days. Yeah, I think I'd be more or less the same. Mm-hmm. I think I'll have a good good attitude, good sense of humor. Um, is it wrong for me to say that if I have a daughter, she will be homeschooled and she won't leave the house until she's twenty eight? Well, that's because, yeah. Because I've seen yeah. those videos of those girls at spring break, and when my daughter comes to me one day when she's in her junior year or whatever community college she's going to, because yeah. she's not leaving home, she's going to stay with me forever, right, obviously. Correct. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and she says, Dad, can I have some money for spring break? I'm going to go, why do you need to go to Cancun? Why do you need to go to San Juan? Why do you need to go to wherever they go? Why don't you just watch Cancun with why, me why don't we on just, couples retreat? We can just hang here. We don't need to go there. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to. See, that's the problem of, of growing up in this generation that, you know, we're in, in the midst of them in our 20s, because I see all these horror story videos of kids on spring break, and I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm never sending my, my child yeah. there, son or daughter. Why would you want to It go? looks like the AIDS Fest. I mean, it looks like the Name Your Disease Foundation. <laughs> like, it, you just, you go there, a nice kid, you come back, you've got herpes everywhere. You come back, you got Catherine everywhere. Who's Catherine? Huh? I don't know. I, I was naming my own disease. That's her name? Just Cath. Oh, you caught the Catherine. Oh, you caught the Catherine. Oh, you caught me, Catherine. Oh, you caught Douglas. You, you caught me, Catherine. Oh, Catherine, you gave me a kick in the arse. Oh, Catherine, you caught Douglas. Oh, Catherine, you and Douglas were caught necking on the beach at Sandpiper's Hill with the McGillicuddy boys in 1982. <laughs> you can't go back there, Catherine. Only in Bruges. In Bruges. In oh, fucking in Bruges. Fucking Bruges. In fucking, still in fucking Bruges. So that's my so that's that's my my opinion on what I, children. <laughs> no, I, I want to have I want to have children. I think I'll be a very good father. I think you'll be a very good father. I'll be very protective. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a protective guy as is right now. Yeah, that's kind of, but especially like when it's like my kids. It's like you have to be. I mean, obviously, since you're dad. 
but yeah. yeah. Did you have a long leash to play on in high school, like, or were your parents very strict? No, they were they were great. Like I, I broke the rules, their rules, mm-hmm. a lot of times. Um, but oh. but they were never like. I never got the like you're grounded for a month, mm-hmm. and then like it was seriously a month of like hell. Yeah, it was like two three days of, and I I learned. Yeah, I just don't be an idiot. I never. I'm with you. I never really got the 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 you're grounded. You can't mm-hmm. go anywhere for like when I was a little kid, maybe elementary school, maybe, but when I got to junior high. And especially in high school, mm-hmm. I, I never, never, ever got that. I got, I got yelled at. Yeah, you know, I'd get yelled yeah, at by my mom and my dad on the phone, and I'd be like, "Well, I guess it beats getting grounded and not being able to go out." But like, I remember, I remember one time. I'll never forget this. I was in the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. My mother, my mom's a great mom. She's, she's, a, she's, she's wonderful. I, I was, ble- I've been blessed to have many great parents in my life. I yeah. truly have. Um, but my mom was. Fair, let's. Let's just call it. She was very easy to push over in the sense of like if she if she gave you like a punishment or said you were grounded, it was a simple formula. There, you let the situation diffuse itself for like four hours. All I had to do then was go up there. I batted those puppy dog eyes. I really turned on my charm. I really you know really juiced up and I yeah. served my my acting chops on a, yes. on a beautiful platter. Of course. And I would just be like, I'm so sorry. So like for example, I remember one time. Uh, my brother Steven he was maybe I don't know six years old five or six years old and he was bugging me or something I'll never forget I said Steven if you don't stop I'm gonna I think I said like I'm gonna shove this I was watching TV and he was bugging me and I'm pretty sure I said if you don't stop I'm gonna shove this remote up your ass or right, something like that and my mom heard me and she got really mad at me and she's like you know what you're grounded you can't talk to him that way you're grounded and that night I'll never forget I was supposed to go see Avatar oh, with God. my friends and I really wanted to see it because <laughs> it was like this big like thing like everybody was seeing yeah, Avatar was you gotta Avatar. see what it's all about <laughs> and I remember I was like fuck I'm gonna miss Avatar <laughs> and then you got there and then I and so then my, it was like right around Christmas time, and we were at like some one of my mom's like Christmas parties in the afternoon, and she like didn't want to talk to me at all. Like she wanted nothing to do with me. She was really mad at me. I'll never. And I remember before going to that, I talked to my dad, and he was like, "So I heard what you said to Stephen," and he was like, "It's not really cool." And I was like, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said it, whatever." And then I was like, "Don't worry, I'll get out of it." And he's like, "I don't think so. Your mom seems pretty seems pretty into it that you're that you're going to get punished for this." And I was like, "Let's give it, give it some time. Let me, let me see what I can do here." So we go to this Christmas party, and she doesn't want to talk to me. She's, like, pissed off at me. And we are kind of staying on opposite sides of the office or whatever, and, like, I kind of – you got to find your in. It's mm-hmm. like going to talk to a girl. Like, you got to find your in. Of course. If you're surrounded by all our girlfriends, you don't want to go through and be like, hey, can I buy you a drink? Don't do that anyways because it's kind of weird. But well, to teach their own. Or, or expect her to say, yeah, and can you get all of us around? And they go, <laughs> they go Moscow mules. <laughs> and then you say, all right, those could be worse. But anyways, <laughs> so – I went up to her, found my opening, and I was just like, I, I really zenned in, really zoned in on my performance, and I was like, Mom, I'm just, I'm so sorry. I know I need to be a better big brother to Steven. I know I shouldn't swear like that in front of him, and I shouldn't treat him like that, because, you know, he's just a kid, and he doesn't know any better, and I'm just really sorry, but I know I should be punished, and I'm happy to be punished, but can I 
please go to this movie tonight. I've been looking forward to it with months for my friends. It's their first day of Christmas break. It would mean the world to me. And I promise I'll make it up to you and Steven somehow. And she thinks about it. Then you, you know you've got her. She says, hmm, well, let me think about it. If she says, <laughs> let me think about it, boom, you got it. There's nothing to worry about. You got it. Let you got it. Think about and then you, get, you wait an hour or two later. Let the still situation diffuse, and by right. that point in time, the, the original situation happened like nine hours ago. Right. It seems like it was the last Olympics. Right. And you go up and like, hey, mom, just checking. Or what just did you did, did you think at all tonight? Like, am I okay to go? And she goes, you can go, but don't let it happen again. And then that night, I got home and I took that remote and I shoved it up my brother's ass. <laughs> I may do it. My promise. <laughs> A Jaconis never. Forgets his promises. Oh no! And that's my story. And so, welcome to the Unemployed Guys podcast. And so, your brother's doing well then. He's, yeah, <laughs> we got the remote out finally. Oh, okay, good. Although we had to cancel our Xfinity subscription. Ah, apparently, I don't cover the anus. Uh, no, typically. To each their own. Typically, so. it's not covered under. We'll see. And I know about Xfinity. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's only been mad at me. She's told me she's only been really extremely mad at me once, and it was because I would not take a nap one day. When you were like a little kid. Mm. Okay. No, that was yesterday. Sean <laughs> won't go down. Uh, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. She said I, I was the worst birth of all time because I broke her tailbone coming out. Oh, my God. Were you fat? Mm. Uh, well, uh, like when I was around like one or two, yes, I was God, chubs. What? You should have watched uh, your weight then, yeah. you freaking orca. I was, I like food. Huh. That's good for you. Um, like my mom's food. Yeah. Anyway. That she was eating. Because that's how babies were. Yeah. Did your mom drink or smoke when she had you? I think my yes. mom did. That's why I'm so screwed <laughs> no. up. No, I don't think my mom did. I like to imagine. I think my dad did. Yeah. <laughs> When he, when he had you? When he had when he, me. When he birthed you, your father carried you in childbirth. Like, oh God, Do you remember, um, did you always know, like, the baby thing, like, where they came from? Or did you have some elaborate excuse or story in your head? Because I had one as a kid, and I'm happy to share with you. But did you, because obviously, you know, you're not going to wake up one morning when you're five years old and read a health book and go, and when a man puts his dick in a woman's vagina uh-huh. and he ejaculates, you come. Yeah. And so does he. Bada bing, bada boom. Right. It's no, not, I, I never, got, I never, I never got there until I was in junior high. Well, I never even got the talk. Oh, I got the talk. That's fun. Okay, do you want to hear my talk story? Let me, let me do how I first thought. Let's go in order. How I first thought they were born, yeah, and then we'll do the talk. Yeah. Okay, and the how I thought it all happened is fairly quick. For whatever reason, when I was a kid, this is the honest to God truth. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I think my mom might have smoked or drank when she had me because I'm such a fucking moron sometimes. But <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to think. That the man had to, like, eat this egg. Okay. Or, like, he would take a pill. I, I think I always thought it was an egg in particular, because, okay. you know, chickens lay eggs, and I thought that's yeah, what moms did. They laid eggs kind of thing. Yeah, of course. And I hatched, and I was a little beautiful baby bird. All right. <laughs> Keep going. Got a moron. You're making more sense as you Good. go on. I just sound super smart. Yeah. You guys should see my ACT score. Really impressive. And... <laughs> and... <laughs> And the, the dad would would eat this egg, and then when he would kiss the mom, mm-hmm. when they would kiss, the egg would get trans, uh, transferred from the dad to the mom. Right. And then months later, the mom would hatch the egg, and bada bing, bada boom. Right. I'll come yes. to you. So that's how I thought I was. Okay. I'm as you as you can probably tell off that story. Many years of uh, like guided 
classes, uh, cla- what, what things, um, like behavior classes uh, yeah. outside of the classroom. I was in all those, you know, you know how like when you were in class, like in math, and then two days a week, like an, a special teacher would come in and be like, hey, I'm here for Jennifer. That would be me. You'd come in every two times a week, be like, yeah, hey, I'm here for Luke. And they'd go, okay. And then you'd pick up your bags and you'd get out and you'd go. No. That was me. I don't, I don't know I that. was in all the behavior But classes. also because I was in a grade school with only 10 in our class. Yeah. So there was no other teacher. It was more oh. like they were teaching and then they would like, Sean, you got that? Yeah. And be like, huh? No, yeah. I... All right, let's move on. <laughs> no, I had, I remember, uh, what was his name? Uh, Dr. What was his name? He was, really, he, was, he was a real, oh, Dr. Henneke, I remember what was his name. He was oh, a really nice. nice guy. He was like the school sci- psychiatrist, whatever, psychologist, I don't mm-hmm. know. And he ran like all of the behavioral like classes and I'll, I think I've told I had to have told I think I've told the story before on the show about how I was in that class and all we had to do it was me and like four or five other guys who were quote unquote the the misguided kids the in our grade <laughs> essentially like there was kids that like, got caught cheating there was kids who caught like defacing school property there was kids who were talking okay. out of turn in class mm-hmm. that was me and then we were told because if you, if you did any of that where I went to school um, you would get write-ups and okay. after a certain amount of write-ups, you know, you would get detention, ISS, right. OSS. If it really got bad, you'd get expelled, whatever. And we were given a, an, an ultimatum that if we could make it one week, the five of us, without getting any write-ups, we would get to have a pizza party at the end of the week. Wow. We were in that class from <laughs> September to May. We never once had the fucking pizza party. We could never do it. Me and... Cause, and it always would be like Friday would roll around... And you'd be like, did you get one? No. No. Did you get one? No. And he'd be like, how did you do this weekend, D'Angelo? And he'd go, I got seven and go, God damn it! <laughs> and these are true stories. I mean, I, I'm telling you. Anyways, bring this back to, I, I mean, I, I feel like I didn't talk at all last episode, so now I'm just, I'm spurculating. I'm spurculating? Percolating? Who knows? Um, so, the talk. Bring it back to the talk. Yes, the talk. You didn't. You didn't. You never received the talk. No, the only only talk I remember is like when I was in high school. It was either my mom or dad said, "Hey, don't don't have sex with this girl." Mm-hmm. And I was a junior, and I think she was a freshman or sophomore or something. Yeah. I'm like, what? What is sex? What is what is sex? Is that is that what I do now? Is that what I is should that what you be think doing? <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that, that was about that was about it. I do remember one time that, like, when I, I was, like, 11 or 12, I thought masturbation was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't do that. And so I remember I, like, mentioned it to my mom or dad, and I was, like, crying. And then the next day, my dad was a health teacher, a mm-hmm. PE teacher, and... He, I remember he brought me a book on, like, masturbation. And I remember reading it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I'm normal. Moving on. Yeah. There's, a, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And Every, so... Everyone, everyone pulls the, the porpoise here and there. Making the chain. Yeah, they uh, slide on the salami. Um, they pal around with the pinata. Keep going. I'll think of one. They react to the rhino. They stroke the salami. They ruckus the tuckus. Rumple foreskin is my name. 
Mrs. Doubtfire for you. Yeah. Okay, so that's wonderful. Anyway, I'm, I'm glad that you're not afraid to masturbate. No, no, it's great. I'm, I'm glad your dad put you on the narrow, yeah, narrow was, path. But I, yeah, I never got to like sit down like so. So when a man loves a woman, yeah, you never, you never got that. Okay, so no. I, I did get that. Did you? In a, in a way, was it your uh, father? It was my father. Oh, good. He's gonna. I want him to give me the story. Of course, now. it was. We were going to visit my grandma Jay in Southern Illinois. God rest her soul. And we were driving home, and I was think sixth or seventh grade at the time. I think I had a, a girlfriend, uh-huh, and by girlfriend I mean I hugged a girl probably once and popped a boner, and I was like, "What do I do with this what thing? Is... <laughs> what? Ah! <laughs> it's like a three D movie. Get rid of pants. it! Oh my god, I'm sick. Um. So I remember my dad, we were driving home from my, my grandma's house. It was like a five-hour car ride. We get in the car. We're maybe in the car 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he says, so I want to talk to you about something. And he said, you know, you're getting older. And I knew right away where it was going. Oh, and I was like, Dad. I was like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to. And then he was, you know, being like, he, he was like Eugene uh, Levy in American Pie. Like, now, son, you know, and he's trying to have the talk with me. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I remember he's like, and I remember saying something along the lines of like, like I know what I, I know what it is. I've learned about it in school, you know, whatnot. And he says, well, what have you learned in school? So now I have to recite to him. It could be different. I have to recite to him the health curriculum oh, of, of, of fall two thousand seven. Yeah, you know? that's good. And <laughs> he, I remember the analogy that I used, and he still gives me shit for to this day. He says, as I say to him, I go. Well, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like if a steam train <laughs> enters a tunnel and then it goes choo-choo in the tunnel and steam comes out. Which, for those of you who aren't following, that is when the dick enters the vag and the choo-choo is the all-you-can-eat semen. Yeah. Uh, oh. Buffet. Oh, I'm trying, I'm trying to explain this in layman's terms. Yes, of course. Uh, and this is how you explained it to your father. But that's how I explained it to him yeah, as, as a sixth or seventh grader. And he, I think he just looked at me and he, was, and he just went, God, I think your mother drank or smoked with you when she was pregnant. <laughs> I went, yeah. yeah. Uh. And he said, one day, you're gonna, one day we're going to have to look at those ACT scores. And I went, no. <laughs> and that's how I'm an actor. And that's why I became an actor. So... Uh, wow, this was fun to start off. That's good. Some that's some good wonderful stuff. stories. I, uh, where do we go from here? Well, speaking of stories, <laughs> oh, yeah. we want to get into this. More stories. Sean's story. Holy cow. Stories. We haven't done this game segment bit <laughs> in a while. I don't think we've done it yet in season two. It's it's really funny. It has been a while. Because uh, we're, we're talking about sex and everything, and I have... Three of the four are have to do with sex. Do they have anything to do with uh, steam trains? No, okay. sadly. That's a shame. I can make one up. This is the Polar Express. <laughs> I should have used that. <laughs> Please, no, Tom. No. <laughs> Tom Hanks, that is. Not, not Tom. Tom e. Lee Jones. Or, yeah, him. Or who? Mm. Tom Souls? No, not him. Guy's a deadbeat. Yeah. Doesn't add anything to the program. He's in the green room right now. He's in the green room. He's trying to ignore us. He's old. He's not hearing aids. Oh, he's probably not ignoring he's us. He just can't hear us. He's living fucking dirt. I mean, just look at him. Poor he's guy. smiling right now like he's... Oh, he's oh looking, God. Oh, he God. He saw us. me. Oh, my God. He looked at me. Don't he looked move. at me. Don't move. Don't move. His eyesight is based on movement. Hurry. Get him his Lipitor. 
<laughs> Man's got digestion problems. Uh, <laughs> all right. Enough. Don't pick on the elderly. Come on. Sorry. Go with the stories. Let's have some fun. All right. Sean's stories. Mm. Anyway. Uh, in recent news, Tinder for cows matches livestock in the mood for love. In the mood. mood. So, we've got... Can you read that again? I was too busy thinking about the mood pun. <laughs> Tinder for cows matches livestock in the mood for love. So it's an animal? It's an app. A dating app for animals. A Tinder-inspired app is helping farmers match up potential partners for their cattle. What is it, like Equus? It's called Tudder. No, it is not. <laughs> A mix of dating app Tinder... <laughs> And utter. Oh, no, that's gross. It lets farmers swipe right on cattle they like the look of. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't this be called Farmers Only? Tutter! <laughs> yeah, this is FarmersOnly.com, actually. Are you on uh, Are you on Tinder? No, I'm on Tutter. No, I'm on Tutter. <laughs> that's really funny. Found some good titters on Tutter. <laughs> Hey, come here, boy. Let me touch your titters. <laughs> I mean, let me. You gonna be on Tutter later? Yeah, I'd love, love to I'm not see playing it. Xbox, but I'll get on Tutter. Man, I just download this app, Tutter. Mm. You stuff. think? Uh, you ever seen Deliverance? No. <laughs> this reminds me of Deliverance so much. Come on, squeal like a piggy. Oh, you got oh, a pretty that's, mouth. That's what that's from. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what it's yeah, from. Okay. Corner of a bum fucking, and you got a pretty mouth. You got a pretty that's from mouth. That's from my dog paddle. Mm. Tutter, wow. Tutter. Wow, that's a strong... For not having done this this segment in a while, uh, that is a strong story to come back with. I'm yeah, not going to well, lie. I thought it, I thought Dating app for... So the farmers are doing it. Yeah, so the... so this, is, it, is it for farmers to like just get more livestock for their farm? Or is it for, their, for livestock to meet livestock and reproduce? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, From what I've gathered... Okay. Here, I'll give you the, um, yeah, the give me, synopsis, give me the synopsis from the CEO. Perfect. And who's that, Ronald McDonald? No, his name is Doug Berner. Oh, okay. Normal semi-name. Matching livestock online is even easier than it is to match humans because there's a huge amount of data that sits behind these wonderful animals that predicts what their offspring will be. Wow. So, you know... In like when you when you breed dogs, yeah, you can you can see their yeah. timeline or their lifeline, whatever their family tree. Huh. And so this is kind of what that is. Just so taking you, it to an app. Yeah. So like these these cows are getting the best meat possible. It's like ancestry that oh and, my god ancestry dot com for animals for cows for cows. Yeah. Is it only for cows? I think so. What or I think it, I think it's actually like all livestock. What about pigs? They deserve it. Yeah, it says an app for livestock, so it could be. Could we join? Technically, we're alive. No, but I know many people that should join that. Oh. Care to give names on the air? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. That was a wonderful story. Titter hurt, titter. <laughs> In recent news, a man trapped in snow for five days says he survived on taco sauce packets. I saw this one. Did you I see did this see, one? Uh, it was... Was him and his dog? Yeah, right. It was him and his dog. Taco Bell fire sauce saves lives. That's literally. That's really funny you bring that up because that is an episode in a way of The Sopranos. 
There's an episode called The Pine Barrens. Oh, wait. Where I saw... That was like one of the five episodes I've seen. Where Christopher yep. and Polly get stuck in a, a van and they, they eat like frozen ketchup packets yep. to survive for the night. Yep. How how did he get stuck? So I think it was like snow. I okay. think he got stuck where, in snow. You know where this was at? Like uh, in the it country? It was in... Yeah, it was on the country. It was in Oregon. Okay. So, uh, out west. So that makes sense. Okay. Um, the Northwest. But yeah, it, it says an Oregon man may have a good argument for not cleaning out your car. So all of you who have that thing where you just don't take anything out of your car, like you, me. You. Uh, I used to sit on many of McDonald's bags in your car. Thank mm-hmm. you. But thank you're you welcome. for the ride. So you're I can't complain. What I'm curious is how do you like, how do you get stuck somewhere for five days in a car? You know? Unless, like, you're out camping and then it, you get snowed in yeah. where your car was and then you just literally can't get out. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. God, that that's like my worst nightmare. Um, he said he was going off-roading. So, uh, so, when his SUV became stuck in snow. Hmm. Yeah, there's pictures, too. What kind of dog does he have? I don't know. Was the dog on Tutter? No, because no. it's not livestock. Gotcha. Sadly. Sadly. Okay. Um, number three. Story three. Let's get it. In recent news... A Tennessee man accused of dipping his testicles in customer's salsa. Did you see this? Because I actually saw this before I found it. Also, he worked for the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> Let me see this guy's headshot. Oh, perfect, huh? Oh my gosh. Yep, that guy. Howard Webb, 31, was arrested for allegedly dipping his testicles. Now... I will tell you this. I saw this. Um, I don't know what it was. There, it was on some news, but mm-hmm. I saw the actual video of him doing it. Man, was it was you said this? What did he, was it? Salsa he <laughs> dipped it in. Yeah. Was this, and then did he give it to the guy from Oregon who was stuck in his car for five days? And he thought it was taco sauce, but it was really Howard's ball sweat. <laughs> right. Yeah, he lived. Oh God. Um. He what? said, he's, <laughs> so a quote from Webb, okay. uh, he says, oh, it feels good on my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> no alibi, just it feels good. And then he said, this is what you get when you give an 89 cent tip for an almost 30 minute drive. Oh, so he was delivering the tacos. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a would you rather, would you rather be stuck in the wilderness for five days, only able mm. to eat salsa, mm-hmm. or have one serving of this guy's salsa ball sweat. Um, we'll say we'll say a tablespoon, and uh, you have to watch. You get to, you have to watch him dunk his balls in the salsa, and then you have to immediately eat it after. Or you can go the five days in the wilderness. I will eat the dog. Okay. <laughs> Tom, Tom, what do you say? Option B. You would you do the balls? You yeah. do the ball sack, That's huh? That's not life threatening. Ugh, but it's really it could gross. Be. <laughs> it's really gross. What if he just got off a tutter date? What if yeah, and what if he just caught Chelsea's? Yeah. Catherine's? Ca- Catherine's. Well, Catherine's. There's, there's gotta be more than that. Oh, you knew Chelsea because she was next to Catherine. <laughs> I tell you, every day during the summer for thirty three years, they'd go and they'd go to the McKellicuddy farm and have lots of drinks, pale ales, and they'd get hopped up on ecstasy. Catherine, Cameron, Carl. The whole gang was there. It was a gaggle of Irishmen. Go on. <laughs> I, people can't see me laughing. And yeah. I, I, maybe I should have my laugh 
Half the more outward. You know, you know what we need to do is we need to get you a laugh track button, like when like you. <laughs> Not like that. You just made oh. me go deaf and the listeners, but there it's okay. They they're sorry. I can't hear hear myself. Man, I just gotta say I love. We've been doing episodes lately where it's been like we gotta talk about the Oscars and then we're gonna talk about Game of Thrones and we gotta figure out the Manny Machado got a big name on the Major League Baseball. And I'm just so happy not to be doing that today and just shooting the shit. So that being said, now that I've jinxed us, give us story number four. Great. Number story four. Huh? Number, <laughs> <laughs> number four story of the evening in recent news. A woman given a hefty fine after her car left penis imprint in the snow. Wow. Wow. What's going on? And guess what her name is? Catherine. Catherine. Is it really? Yep. That's terrific. Catherine was having absolutely none of it, and the fine has since been lifted. However, so this woman was parked in a parking spot, and when she left this parking spot, the the outline of that the snow made mm-hmm. where her car was it looked like a penis wow that is a schlong and she got a fine for basically defacing that spot not even knowing though yeah no she had no that's idea. an injustice her car that's has... an injustice that penis doesn't even look nearly lifelike <laughs> it doesn't not what i'm used to anyway what that's very large oh my god uh, yeah. Easy for Sante Shanko. <laughs> eh, callback for the first episode. Uh, yeah, her car left a penis imprint. Wow. That's interesting. I wonder what kind of car she drives. I know. Does it not say? Mm. Probably like a Jetta. Or a... All I know is she... It says something about she was driving in her flip-flops. So In her flip-flops? Yeah, you know what type of person she is. In the wintertime? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a moron. She should have been fined. Yeah. Give her the fine. Make sure she gets the fine. Well, I gotta say, Shawnee, um, we haven't done this this little game story thing in a while. This segment, we'll call it, because we're professional. Right. What a way to come back. What a way Welcome. to come back. That, that, was, that was, was fun. It was fun to lose. That was Once fun. Once again, look them up. I loved the Tutter story. I loved the testicles in the hot sauce. Yes, as I, I always do. I'm glad to know a little bit more of the backstory about the second one because I actually I actually saw the headline yeah. on Yahoo or Google the other yeah. day, and I was unfamiliar with the fourth and final one. Mm-hmm. But now I know that if I ever drive a car in the winter time, just pull out of the parking spot, then check the parking spot to right. make sure there wasn't a phallus in there. Otherwise, I'm going to be paying some money to the government, which is a shame. It's only a hundred dollars, but. Yeah, and she's not gonna have to pay it. No, I could kill for a hundred dollars right now. I'll do anything for fifty bucks. I'll do anything for five. Give me some hot sauce. I'll prove it to you. <laughs> Give um, me some salsa. Give me some salsa. I'll prove it to you. But yeah, other than that, uh, things are good here. I think I think things are are going great. Things are looking how are, up. How are how are you doing? Yeah. How was your weekend and everything? It's good. You it got to good. chill, have a nice time. Yeah. Um, got to see some of uh, Chicago. Yep. Um. Uh, which it's always nice to be a tourist in your own city sometimes, yep. um, and sometimes it just sucks. Yeah, I, I'm because where, where did you go? Did you went to Millennium we, Park? Correct. No, you did not go. No. So we went to the Harold Washington Library. Okay. How? You know he was the first African American mayor in Chicago history. No, I didn't until I got there, and so then kind of. I'm really glad you just like that. You verified that that was a, that was an accurate fact. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was. And also, when you shook he his hand, uh, apparently like it felt like you were shaking a bowl full of jelly. 
I don't oh. know why I remember these facts from like the third grade. That's interesting. I did not. It was probably all those I extracurricular hand, courses so. I was in, those behavioral courses. They probably lied to you. They probably lied to me. It's because I'm Mormon. He's not going to believe it. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that. go ahead. You said you went to the Herald Washington yeah, Library. Yeah, they, they had a replica of the bean, okay. and it was approximately, I don't know, like uh, two feet mm-hmm. wide. Um, and so I took pictures with the bean. Okay. Um, got my reflection in it. Okay. Um it's not all that cracked up to what people think it is, so stop going to it. It's annoying. Yeah, the 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 actual bean, the oh, big big bean. No, I was talking. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's fine. Big bean. Actually, it's I'm not gonna lie. It's more or less the same. Like oh, you, it's it's a it's a bean that you will show you your reflection. It's and an I, interesting piece of architecture, I guess, for and what it is. To go with our theme tonight, I did try to flick the bean. Oh. However, there was a case around it. Um, so if you actually want to flick the bean, you actually have to go to the bean in Millennium Park. Grapple the giraffe? A giraffe? Grapple. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> flick the bean? Yeah. Well, that's... Grope the grapefruit? <laughs> Hardball the ham? Hardball, hark the herald, angel sing, glory to, flick my bing, peace on earth. Flick the bing Crosby. Flick the bing Crosby. We're going to have the half, half, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby flipped his bing. Flipped his bing. Flipped with Danny K. Flipping K. Um, Okay, that's fun. You know, when I did, so we kind of talked about, I don't know, we won't go into the specifics, but uh, we had, you know, some soul-searching Mm. Uh, events a couple weeks ago and I had a big day or I just kind of went down to the city uh, I just kind of did the old fashioned went into some places and be like what do you do here what, right. what is this like a lot of you know I went to a bunch of theaters mm-hmm. uh, some stuff with like the uh, Gene Siskel Film Institute mm-hmm. Film Center whatever it's called but I was at Millennium Park mm-hmm. which is ironic that I chose such a day to go on a soul searching experiment because the weather was absolute dog shit <laughs> it was like sleeting and snowing and raining it was just disgusting You're it was windy cold but I went to Millennium Park that day, and sure enough, even in that horrible weather that we had, there was people taking pictures in front of the Bean. A lot of tourists. It's a thing. And uh, yeah, it's, I don't really. Yeah, I don't it. get it. I don't get that. I've never been like, oh my god, that's the Bean. I have to go take my picture. I would love to, because there, there is that outdoor theater right by the Bean. Yeah, there is. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see if like, there's gonna be some cool summertime events and concerts there. There was a recent. Um, so I. I think my mom sent it to me. There was like, there's like auditions at the end of this month for mm-hmm. Drunk Shakespeare oh, in, awesome. in the park. Yeah, and every, um, for every performance, only one actor, uh, they take like four shots of Jameson or something mm-hmm. before they go on, and on, they're the only ones that can get drunk during the production. Oh. So it could be a different actor every night. That's so much fun. Um, and so like, you know, you just get a different. You basically get a different performance every night. Have you ever done a show where you're drinking on stage actual booze? No. I have not either. I'm I know that there was a story at our former alma mater mm-hmm. where they someone I think on the last night of a show or a closing show replaced the prop booze with real booze. Mm-hmm. And they Without took some some that. big time shots and the person who drank it went, This isn't this isn't tea. This isn't tea. This isn't my sweet tea. This isn't my sweet tea, but okay, all right. Yeah, other than other than the uh, the traveling, uh, what did what did I do this weekend? I I relaxed you a did. lot. 
Watch some um, Sopranos. I watched some Sopranos. I love that show. Absolutely freaking love it. Been going to the gym, doing yeah. all that. Um, just hanging out, relaxing, working, auditioning. That's good. In rehearsals. That's um, good. Um, yeah, so every, every, everything, everything's coming up. Everything's coming up daisies for me. Oh. Not roses, but daisies. Isn't, it, isn't the phrase pushing up daisies? Isn't no. Isn't that something ever, in the Sopranos do? You ever tried to push up, do a push up, and you're holding a bouquet of daisies? It's impossible. Have you ever tried to push up roses? You ever want a push up bra? Yes. Talk to me like a man now. I, I've i worn a push up bra. Good. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Can't finish the rest of that quote, but I do love some Kevin nope. Hart stand up. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I do I do love some Kevin Hart. We actually just watched before we started recording, uh, I guess we'll go down the nerd train for a bit, some footage of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge yeah. coming to, to Disney's. Hall. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you, I'll show you that link so you can but, watch uh, it. I'm, I'm so excited. But I. At the same time, I can't get too excited yeah. because I know I'm not going to see it until Another like two years, your time, two years. and I'm okay with that. Yeah, because I don't want. I would not want to be there like an opening day mm-hmm. or even like opening year. So uh, they're saying it's going to. I think we've talked about this before. Maybe we haven't. They're saying it's going to open in the fall of this year, 2019. Right. I think it realistically will open like. End of November, early December, which mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, is like winter time. Do, if, right. you're, if you're buying tickets in September, being like, "Oh, it's time for the fall," I don't think it's opening then. I think you're better off thinking late November, early December. That's just my opinion. Right. I could be totally wrong. We'll see. So, I'm going to be going in 2020, probably late summer of 2020, mm-hmm. if I was a betting man. So by then, it will almost have probably been open for nine to ten months. I'm not saying it's still going to be absolutely dog shit packed. I'm not saying, well, when I go nine months, give it nine months, it'll die down because that's not going to happen. Right. It's going to be insane. But I'm hoping maybe at least the that initial buzz yeah. will have worn off, and even hopefully then it'll have gone through its first quote unquote summer season. Right. That's the thing with Disney nowadays; it's changed so much. You know, summer and winter always used to be the big times of years to go. Yeah. And they are, but now you have the fall, which is huge because mm-hmm. of the Halloween parties they do. The winter is yeah. big with because of all the Christmas stuff. Right. Spring is always has the these festivals and you know spring break and summer is summer summer vacation. So there's really no quote unquote downtime no. to go. So I'm I, we were just saying it before we start recording. It it's gonna take I think a while for first of all for it all to run smoothly. Yeah, and then like you said. Second of all, for fans and park goers to kind of get used to it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you'll be able to go there one time and be like, oh yeah, I got it. Uh-huh. I think there's going to be so much. I mean, we were just watching a video, and for anyone who's interested in this, it was on a YouTube channel called the Disney uh, the Disney Food Blog, I believe, DFB, and they like talk mm, yeah. all Disney things and give you advice. And the woman talking about it said that there's going to be four restaurants, like slash cool. food stands there. Two rides, mm-hmm. a bunch of interactive games, merchandising, and then you also have to keep in mind, which I didn't even talk about in the video, it's going to be connected to that hotel that we've been talking right. about, the immersive hotel. So, right. it's, I mean, it's going to be a juggernaut. It's it really experience. is. Yeah, it's like one of those where you ha- where if you're going to go, you might as well save, like, save yourself, like, three days mm-hmm. to get through it all and, like, actually enjoy it. And I would even say, like, go a day at, like, when it opens. Yeah. And then spend spend three four hours there, and then go do something else. Maybe come back to it later. If you yeah, can. because you, if you 
This is what I get annoyed with is when you're at one park and you try and do every single thing, at some point you're going to get annoyed yeah. just because of the amount of people yeah. and the amount of time it takes for lines and stuff. And, but but yeah. at the same time, it's hard with that because people can't really, you know, some people can be like, hey, I can only afford to be yeah, there for right. four days. Yeah. You know, you can't, I, we all wish we could be there for two weeks and just right. go at your own pace, but that's not really realistic to, to most of us. Right. Um, I know last year when I went, so we went to Pandora, the Avatar mm-hmm. World at Animal Kingdom, and we got everything done. We did the two rides. We had a, a, a dinner there mm-hmm. that evening, but even then, looking back on it now, I feel like we, not that we rushed through it, just like it was, by the time we got through it all, it was so crowded, right. and then we, you still have so many other things you want to do. There's other rides you want to see. There's other shows you want to see, and then also, it's vacation, so you want to find some time to just kind of be like, I just want to fucking chill out for two right. hours, and I, so we went back to the hotel. So and that was Avatar, and that was a pretty condensed area. Mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, it's big and it's very you know popular and yeah. crowded right now. But when this Galaxy's Edge opens at Disney in the fall and, and Disneyland in the summer, yeah, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna change the game. It it's is. gonna change the game. And then keep in mind with Hollywood Studios, which is the park it's at, they just opened Toy Story Land this past year. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be having Galaxy's Edge. There's a whole new ride coming. It's like a Mickey and Minnie's get Runaway Train Mine, something like that. It's taking place where the great movie ride was, right oh. in the hub. Yeah, of, of Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So it's gonna change. It's gonna change everything. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be absolutely a game changer. Yeah. And I'm very excited to see it. And I, for me, in 2020 when I go, I'm gonna just kind of be like, all right, let's see what I can get done in a day. Right. You know, while doing other things in the park. Yeah. Let's see how much I can get through of Galaxy's Edge. I know I'm not gonna see it all. Right. I'm, I'm hoping I can do both rides just to say mm-hmm. I did them. But to actually say you got to experience the whole thing, yeah. there's no way. It's just, it's too hard to do on 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 a one day ticket. Yeah. Unless for some reason I come into a large source of money by next August or September, whenever I go, and then, then you buy the park. For the then day. I go, yeah. Then I I shut down the park. Shut I down say no park. more fun. <laughs> I'm I, the only one here. I shut it down like a billionaire oil tycoon. So <laughs> uh, that could uh, that could be the day that um, the music died. Pay for a lot of things. I wish. Day. I wish that'd be that'd be that'd be my jam. Uh, but beyond that, you know, I'm just I'm glad we got to talk a little bit today. Ooh. You know, we don't have to we don't have to do anything big. I do want to talk to you, and I'll say it now. I think Friday, we brought back Sean's stories today. I want to bring back something else that we have not done in a very long time, and I'm going to run it by you now while we're recording. Oh. That way, you can't say no. Okay. I'm a great improv partner. Okay. Uh, I think on Friday, Captain Marvel's coming out. Yes, and you know who's in it? Yes, Who? and. Oh, see, now you're a good improv partner. Yes, and... 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 I, I'm sorry, what? Who's Macaulay on first? Colvin. No, 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 incorrect. Samuel Jackson's in it. Oh, yeah. I think we should go through it. IMDB. IMDB. Let's do it. He's been in so many movies. And I was thinking about it today at work. I was like, he's in so many movies. Some great, some middle of the road. Some you go, Sam, what happened? But you know what? He's a great actor. Snakes on. And I, I was actually going to say, <laughs> and I'll, I'm, I'll reiterate this again on the Friday show... I think he kind of gets pegged as the snakes on the plane, snakes on a plane guy, and uh, Nick Fury. Uh-huh. But I think he's done a lot of really good movies, and he's turned in a lot of great performances yeah. that people just totally. I think people forget how I'm going to use the word freaking brilliant he was in Django Unchained as Stephen, the house, the, 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 the head house slave yeah. or whatever the master. I don't know what his official title was. He was the like number two in command right. to uh, uh, Leo DiCaprio. It was so good. So good. Like, he was... It was so... That was such an interesting... And we'll talk about this again on Friday, but that was such an interesting role that he had because, you know, it's a 
film that revolves entirely around slavery. Right. And although he's working for and as one of the slaves to this uh, plantation, mm -hmm. yet he's like best friends with the plantation owner mm -hmm. in a bad way. Mm -hmm. So it's just so messed up. Yeah, it it's is. so good. He played it so well, not like just such a, a dirt bag down the middle <laughs> of a schemer. So, um, anywho. I'll say one thing. He's also somebody that's owned everything he's been in. Mm -hmm. So, like, you see him do all of these, like, little cameo things of yep. snakes on a plane. Yep. And he, he probably knows it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but he like, commits. And bad movie. He but, commits. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, I think we'll, we'll for sure say that on Friday. We're going to talk Sam Jackson movies. Can't wait to talk about Lawrence Fishburne. So, yeah. think, you love that joke, don't you? Huh? You love that joke. The Lawrence Fishburne one. Yes, and? From the commercial? Yes, and? And? Good for you. Oh, good for you! <laughs> uh, but yeah, so think of, to our listeners, think of your favorite Sam Jackson movies, because on Friday we're going to be talking about them, and then I guess we also have to figure out when are we seeing Captain Arl, and we can do a review for that. Mm. Probably a couple days after. Mm. I'll work in this week. And... I'll see it when it comes out on video. I thought you were going to see it in theaters, you said. Sure. Okay. Yes. You lied. And? Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Someone, someone's being dishonest. I'm drinking coffee. I'm sorry. Cheers. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, on that nice little pause, because I was drinking and you were drinking. Kind of. I just else? didn't know what to say. Oh. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's what they say. Or Akuna Matata means no worries. Even though the sound of it is something, something quite atrocious. atrocious. If you, you say, say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I'm delilly, 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 I'm delilly. Take it, Tom! His silence says everything. He's old. He Take it, Tom! You gotta yell at him. He's dead. All right, that's it. That's it for this show. I had a nice time. I hope everyone else had a nice time. Sean, did you have a nice time? I had a nice time. I'm so glad to hear it. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Check out our Facebook page. Throw it a like. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. That poor Twitter account. It's like the wasteland from Mad Max. I think it has 12 followers. Hey, you know what? Let's get it to 13. 13. Instagram, that I'm we got on it. Our, uh, Instagram, that we got a lot of love on there. Facebook, we gotta get a, we get a lot of love on there. And as always, send in questions, viewer questions, listener questions to the Unemployed Guys Podcast at gmail.com. We're waiting. We're waiting patiently. Patiently, that's all we do. We wait. We think. We pray. Eat, pray, love. That's today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Unemployed Guys Podcast. As always, don't forget to rate, review, share. We love people who share. Sharing is caring. Reviewing is toing. Rating is dating. See you on Tutter. My name's Luke Chaconis. My name's John Young. And this has been another episode of the Unemployed Guys Podcast. You all have a great, great week. Bye. Get a job this week. That's your goal. Get a job. Tutter.